We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. We're here. I wish I could give this feeling. I wish I could give this feeling. All right, all right. Welcome to the corner. We are coming at you from Insert Coins Bar and Arcade in downtown Vegas. Get ready for an hour of wrestling, boxing, and MMA talk. I'm Kel Dansby, journalist for BSO. And I'm Andreas Hale, the journalist extraordinaire. And today we are talking about Amir Khan's win. We're talking about Miguel Cotto's upcoming fight. Kevin Owens versus John Cena in the WWE and John Jones hit and run video that came out over the weekend. Stupid. He's so stupid, yo. But first... We have to talk about the Double XL freshman cover because you know we do hip hop on this show too. This is what we're here for, and Andres just looks disgusted right now. Man, I'm, these these freshman lists, man. Like, I mean, it, it's it's a cool little novelty, but you know, I, I shrugged at it like Kanye, and I just I just moved on with my life. It's stupid. Yo. Yo, like, what's a freshman, though? Like, if that's the case, I'm still a freshman. That, but see, see, that's the problem. You put these people on this list, and you go, all right, he's a freshman. It's not like you go to school, right, and you're a freshman. And it's like, oh, I don't have any credits. Well, they say, okay, well, if they don't have an album out, right? But I know, like, a lot of these dudes had albums out. What, it can't be on a major label? Well, what constitutes an album? Can it be a mixtape? Some mixtape sounds like albums. What the what the hell is a freshman? Yo, some of these people are older than me, so they can't be a freshman. Yo, they at least a fifth year senior. Son. They're on their red shirt years. Let's let's go down the list for people who haven't seen it. So we got Fetty Wap. Fetty, mm. Fetty's been doing his thing. So yeah, Fetty, with the fake dress. Yeah, even he though he's weave, a weave, dog. Yo, all right, go ahead. He got extensions, if it's yeah, anything. Like, it's extensions. God, whatever, dude. <laughs> and uh, he's like the dude from uh, How High. Who went and oh got the, the dreads extensions? That's your boy, yo. That that's Fetty right that's now. That's your man. Uh, and he's a singer, right? He's like a crooner. Like, 
Look. Like Max B, everyone stole Max B's wave. Yeah, everybody and wants to be free wavy. Max B. Uh, so we got Fetty, got Dej Loaf, mm-hmm. also a singer. Rory, who I can't name a song, but heard was dope. Yeah, Rory's dope. I'll give Rory. Uh, about Kid that. Kid. How old is Kid Kid? Man Man. That's his name. His name should be Man Man. <laughs> Kid Kid's been around for a long it was time. He's on the Lil Wayne joint, right? Yes, man. What's that? Oh, eight? If you put an O in front of it, you're not a freshman. We're in 15. Yo, <laughs> you can't put a zero in front of anything. Call gotta be in his thirties. He's been held back. OG Mako, okay. He had the one song, but you know we see, we see what comes next. Uh, Shy Glizzy, shrug. Gold Link, I like Gold Link. You I like actually Gold really Link? like Gold Link. Gold Link's dope. All right, K Camp. Yeah, okay. K Camp, you know people ride for K Camp. Like you got a good following. Another dude who's not really a freshman, but nah, I guess because nah, he's yeah. just getting on the scene, we call him a freshman. He's, I guess he started I mean, school late. He's regional. That's yeah, what okay. it is. Right. You know, down south, they start their kids late. Yeah. It, that, that Adrian Peterson joint, they enroll them at like seven in kindergarten. Yeah, I know. Yes. Yeah, K Camp's okay. one of those. We got uh, Vince Staples. Vince is dope. I like Vince. Vince can spit. Right. Like, like traditionally spit, which yeah. is dope. And Tink, who T- the Tink machine is, got, is behind yeah. Tink right now. All star caliber player right there. Tink is, Tink is a player to watch. Multi talented. However, when I look at this list, I immediately started thinking of the 2000 NBA draft. When Kenya Martin got drafted first. Yeah. <laughs> All I see is a bunch of role players here where I'm really not sure that any of them are going to be around in 2017. I mean, Tink, Tink got the machine. She like, could. you can't go wrong with Timbo. You can't go wrong with Timbo. Who went wrong with Timbo? Magoo. Oh, well, I mean, come on. That's <laughs> that's not fair. That is fair. <laughs> that's not fair. Magoo Zip, wasn't like Zip, a protege. He was like a partner. As it, but where is he today? Partner? If that's the case, Timbo went wrong with Timbo. He did. His albums were terrible. The yeah. beats were amazing. but the, uh. Yeah, I mean no, no, we're talking about Where's Bubba like, Sparks? Yo, Bubba was was hot for a second. For a second. For a second. I listened to that him and Jada song right now. I mean, it would never, never not be flamed. Who else he have? Like Nicole Ray? No slander on Bubba Sparks. I, I mean. He had the, the Nelly Furtada chick. He made her hot. Yeah, but they weren't signed. I mean, they weren't signed the label. I mean, whatever. Let's, Tink, let's keep Tink it got the machine going, so Tink might be the best out of the group. It's, it's so that was this year's list. None of them are really freshmen. Tink may be like the most brand new. Uh, Dej, I guess, haven't had an album, but she's everywhere. I mean, Dej is everywhere. I mean, again, like I'm looking at this list. Okay, so you look at 2014, right? I know we're going to go back and go over everybody else. But you got, like, Chance. You're like, all right, Chance is a star. Star written all over. You look at 2013, you had Schoolboy Q and Joey Badass, Trinidad James, nah, Action Bronson. Like, last you knew these dudes were going to be something. Last this year's list was dope, yo. Like, now that I look back at it, you got Troy Ave, Ty Dolla Sign, August Alsina. Yeah, it was a solid Chance. list. Chance. Oh. You got star. Rich Homie Kwan's been doing his thing. I'm not a fan of Kevin Gates, but, you know. And no, I'm you know, not a fan of that guy He either. kisses his cousin, but outside of that, there's people who love him. Right. But it's like you look at the, the rest of the, this list. Like, you just look at this list, and it's, it's really a weak draft. It's like it's a weak pool to choose from. But, you know, it goes to say that, like, XXL freshman list, they, like, they did the right thing. They made this list that people are just going to talk about. Like, we're talking about this shit right now. But it, it's like, what does it really mean at the end of the day? Yo, you just try to put their name out there, right? It's it's kind of like we see Al Heyman doing in boxing to yep. bring to bring it together. You know, like it's like PBC. It's you bring it to the masses, and that's all they want. It doesn't matter if you're a freshman. You you know you don't have to be Keith Thurman. Keith Thurman ain't new to us. Nah, he's been around. But if there was a freshman list of boxers, the next you know the next person to watch for Keith Thurman's going to be on that list, right? That's a good. It's because it's just to the casual person that hasn't heard Kid Kid since 08. 
<laughs> this he is a freshman, so you can put him on this list. And, and same thing Al Heyman's doing. All his quote unquote young finders. Broner's not young. Broner had a build up. He had a knockdown. He's on the second coming. Broner's a hop, skip, and a jump from having Zab Judah's career. True, but but here's the thing: Al Heyman's managing these people's careers. Is Double XL catching the wave, or are they just riding it? No, are they creating? The are they creating the wave? Like my problem with a lot of these things is you're not really creating. You know, buzz for these artists. You're kind of looking at the blogs and going, "Oh, you know, Two Dope Boy says they're hot. Not Right says they're hot. Pitches and Plain says they're hot." And then you kind of ride that wave. And then there's always somebody on this list, and you go, "Who? How the hell do you make that list?" Word. And there's always people who get left off the list. And we've heard the rumors. The, the Ray Shremmer kids, like, yeah, they're dope. They had, might have had the best album last year. I don't think so. Like but front to back, their album was fly. Like I, you can it's have top that. five. Like I'm not gonna lie. Like top five of the year. Yeah. Definitely the best party album of the year. If you had to make a genre, they had the best party album of the year. Okay, we're not going to spend too much time talking about that. I don't them. care. People are going to hate my opinion. <laughs> they say what they want. It is a dope album front to back. They had mad features because obviously, you know, they, I mean, they have great support and everything, yeah, of course. which is cool. But I saw them at South By. They have a good stage show. They got good stage presence. They have star quality, and those kids aren't on a list. Like, I don't know what they're – Really basing this off of, but that that again, that, that's the question. Like when you enter the NBA draft, it's because you play college ball. So it's like if you're, you know, you're a freshman or whatever you are, you're classified as something for a reason because you put in the work. A lot of these guys, they just kind of pop up, and then some of them you're like, I've heard him before, and then you go, some of these dudes like, all right, we're gonna talk about some of these flops. But Fred the Godson, no respect, Fred. But damn, oh, man, Fred the Godson, it, like everybody looked at him <laughs> was like, yo, how the hell did he make the list? Like. Who was at Double XL that waved, waved the Fred the Godson flag and people was like, "Yo, oh, he's uh, been a lot of places though. He's been in like eighteen ciphers on BET." What who can you name a song from Fred the Godson that you like? I didn't even know he had songs. Exactly, freestyles. Booyah, indie face. That man. I'm just saying, man. These lists. I know they they're doing what they're supposed to do is have us talking. I just don't get the criteria. And when I look at a list like this, I just don't care. All right, so we had for this list, obviously. We're not going to grade the 2015 class right now because they, they're it's just too early. put out. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's but looking like a C minus to D plus. <laughs> every, every week we do our pound for pound list. We do our top five. So we're bringing it to the front of the show this week, and we're going to do the top five biggest XXL freshman bust so far. Go ahead. So with from years bro. past, all that stuff. And for me, I'll go five to one like I usually do. Five little twists. I don't even know Lil Twist still a rapper. Lil Twist don't know if Lil Twist still rap. I I've never heard a song by him. He doesn't even carry. He's not even the weed carrier. Like, Yo, what does I, he do? I don't know what he did. Like he got Justin Bieber in trouble once, and then he was done. It was like, yo, you got the Biebs in trouble? You out of here, my he, man. He's like that. He's just that guy who's just like around, and you're just like, is he part of the crew? And then nobody really knows. I don't even know like, if he's still on Cash Money. He, like he's like twelve, isn't he? Well, he's old now. Now he's, he's, he's got to be twelve. I, listen, Look, man, no one knows where right, If you know where Lil Twist is, yeah. at him and then at our Twitter because <laughs> I just got to see that this kid is still around. Uh, four, Saigon. His highlight of his career, and it broke my heart, it was being on Entourage for an episode. Like, that was it. Like, I, I'm i still waiting for a good album by Saigon. I like, I like Saigon. Though. I liked him back in the day. Like, Saigon's had a mismanaged career. Like, everybody in Atlanta Records had a mismanaged career at one point. Like, Saigon had Come On Baby with Swizz and Jay-Z. Yeah. And, it, every, like, everything was supposed to pop for Saigon. Not really his fault. And he's not really bad. I get it, though. It, like, he should have been. Yo, like, 2004, 2005, Saigon was dope. Yeah, get it. And, by dope. the way, he made the freshman list in 08. Yeah. So, that, that tells That's you something. Exactly. That tells you something. So, uh... 
Number three, Corey Guns made it in 09. Damn shame, man. That Yo, kid. just he can't stop carrying a gun around with. I know it's in your name, my man. <laughs> but come on, we get it. But you, you don't gotta prove it to us. Like I've seen him in the Bronx. Like every time I go back for the summers, he's still on the same block in the X. Like yo, Corey, my man. You know it's a big world than that. Go get some money. And he's he's the perfect example of a dude that can spit, but can't make a dope song to save his life at all, at all. I mean, it was all downhill when he got taken off of like what was he on like a milli or something? He was on the original milli joint. Yeah. And then, like, next thing you know, it was done. And, and like I said, the kid could rhyme. Like, he's he's amazing. I remember when I was working at BET and he came to the office, I was like, yo, is Peter Gunn's son? And he spit, like, for me, and we put it on, like, a flip. This is how old it is, like, 2008. <laughs> and we were like, yo, this kid is, like, amazing. He was just kicking rhymes for, like, hours at the office, and I thought he was going to blow. Then he signed, to, you know, to Young Money and was, like, just vanished. I didn't, I didn't understand. Yeah, I didn't, everyone vanishes on Young Money uh, besides the Power 3. So, two, I got Papoose. Pap, oh, man. Mr. Remy Ma. Uh, yo, Pap, I remember Buster just waving the flag for this kid. <laughs> he was dope. Pap was another cat. I could never dope. stand his voice. Man. Like, I-, I could never get over his voice. I was like, this kid cannot be a star because his voice is just horrible. I can't listen to four tracks of Papoose, let alone an entire album. Yeah. And I, I was I in NY for the wave of Papoose. I never got it. And he rocked the size 8 fitted. <laughs> when he should have been rocking at most a seven and a quarter. Yo, it, yo, his joint was mad big. Yo, <laughs> just swimming Jesus. in a bit. And he got the towel underneath. Yeah. Oh, don't get me started on old school Papoose. He still rocks that to this day. Number one, Charles Hamilton. Charles had it, yo. Like, Charles I'm a Gambino fan. I'll let you know right now. I'm yeah. a Gambino, I'm a Gambino fan. fan. I like the kid, too. Charles was Gambino before Gambino. Mm. He had that crossover do whatever music I want. Nerdy You're going to think it's hot aura about him, and you're going to buy it, and then disappear. You know, I got the ring slapped out of his ass. That's <laughs> what happened. <laughs> got the ring slapped out of his ass. Yo, it changed uh, his life. I'm going to see him next week, though, talking about this, even though he's number one uh-huh. on my list. He's here with Lupe on the 12th. Oh, that's right. He is here in Vegas. Vegas. I'm going to go right. there. You know, go I mean, his new joint, his new joint, Rita, Rita Ori ain't bad. Like, he's trying to make a comeback. I know that kid has some psychological problems in Yo, real life. He's... He's an interesting guy. Yeah. So we'll see what he brings to the stage. Who you got? All right. So my list, no particular order. Um, uh, we'll start with uh, Don't Trip. Name a Don't Trip song. Yo, I don't listen, I couldn't pick him out of a lineup. Call Don't Trip and ask don't trip, don't trip to name a Don't Trip song. Go ahead. Google it. Yo, I got to Google Go Don't ahead. Trip. You could do that while I'm still looking. All right. <laughs> don't Trip. He was on, what, what year was it? Oh, oh, 2011? He's on 2012. Oh, you know how bad Don't Trip is? Is that everyone else is clickable on Wikipedia? He don't got a yeah, Wikipedia. That's page, my point. Man. I can't even look him up. You you try to click. If you can't click somebody's name, you bust it. If you don't have a wiki page, dude, there's idiots that have Wikipedia pages. Like, yeah, don't trip. Um, <laughs> he shouldn't have been on the list. Gorilla Zoe. Remember Gorilla Zoe? Yo, I feel like he had like one dope song. What was it? I don't that? know the name of it. Yo, he had a dope song. He was I'll find it. I like the Gorilla Zoe song. He I'm, was on I'm the 2008 sure. list, and Lupe was on the 2008 list, and Lupe was not a freshman. He already had albums. Um, yeah, nah, no, 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 no to Gorilla Zoe. I don't even know where he is. Somebody let me know where Gorilla Zoe is at today. Uh, <laughs> three and Roscoe Dash. Remember Roscoe Dash was everywhere. For Roscoe Dash. Yo, he had the the joint with um. With Wale, right? See? Again, Yo, you don't I, remember. If you don't remember, it didn't exist. I swear Conor McGregor just played that in the gym during Oak. He probably workouts. did. Conor was playing some hood shit. Um, 
But yeah, I don't I don't know what don't Roscoe Dash is. I don't think Roscoe Dash knows what Roscoe Dash is. Uh Yeah, Gorilla Zoe had the dope joint. Yeah, he had one song. The name of it? Yeah, it's uh released his first single, Hood Figure. That gotta be a Oh Hood Figure. Yeah, yeah, no, nah, that's Hood that's Hood a politically yeah. correct version, right? Yeah. That's not the that's, song. That's what that was. But alright, yeah, yeah, that song was dope. Yeah, so he was on this. Alright, alright, all right, cool. So Roscoe, um obviously Fred the Godson. Because <laughs> on that, like, he's on the same list with Little Twist. And, and Little Twist won't be my number one because nobody expected him to do anything anyway. But, yeah, Fred the Godson, just nobody even knew how he got on the list. Like, I, I still don't get it. Um, Number one on my list is an interesting dude because he was supposed to write, be riding Gucci Man's wave. OJ the Juice Man. Okay. What happened to OJ? <laughs> uh, the Short Bus Shorty video came out, right? Mm-hmm. And it just killed his whole wave. I think down south, OJ still got a buzz, though. I, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm, I think they love him for life, though. He's like king down there. Perhaps. His name is OJ the Juice Man. If there's anyone who's a rapper we can get on the podcast, I would love OJ the Juice Man. Because, one, I want to know where he got the ad-libs from. Two, okay. why is his name OJ the Juice Man? And three, it looks like he might love boxing. Like, he's one of the guys that just <laughs> surprise you. And, like, he boxed as a kid. And he just knows like crazy statistics. He just looks like he might be. He, that he takes guy. off the shades, and he's just a super boxing nerd. We he, need OJ the Juice Man. He might be that guy. So honorable mention though, Ace Hood. Ace Hood, what dude? Yo, oh, Ace Hood had a good run though. But it, it was such a weird run because he never had a run by himself. He was that guy who always had a bunch of rappers surrounding him, and DJ Khaled, and he looked like a steroided version of Wayne. And it, but he was never that good. I don't remember anything about Ace Hood. I remember everybody else on his songs. So yeah, Ace Damn, Hood. Ace Hood. I, I I ain't gonna give you the Ace Hood one. He just had the song like a summer ago, two summers ago. That name was, it. That was fire. Once again, I can't <laughs> name these off the top of the dome. Yo. But it was fire. Nah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Ace Hood and my man Pill. Like oh, Pill's a rat. Was he on MMG? Yeah, he was. He was signed to MMG around when Wale and all them were there, and then like nobody knows what Pill's up today. Yeah. <laughs> So you yeah. had to get out of there. That's that's that pound for pound list. I mean, there's 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 so many to pick from. I know, and this and I'm telling you, this list is going to be like it's going to be like the 2000 NBA draft. You know, I didn't feel like being controversial, in which I could have been, but I left Asher Roth off Dog, the list. I, you're not even controversial because he can spit. He's Asher Roth he is dope. Incre- but what has he done? Like, where has he been? Yo, he fell like, in the strangest of traps. Like, I I love college joint. Came out and it became like the bane of his existence. And then you listen to his album, which was amazing. Great album. Asleep in the Bread album was mixtape after that. Yeah. Like he's. he's And he still puts out great music. Yo, dope. So I couldn't put him on a list, but still, is he a bust? He, like, he's a bust, I, I and it's not like his real hip hop fans would be like, "Yo, Asher can't be on the list." Because have dope. you heard him spit all this? Yo, he's dope. He's 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 very dope. But is he a bust? Like, I don't know if it's fair to expect I love college level stuff for a decade. But it's just like he had bangers, like his dream on his album with Miguel before Miguel was Miguel was a banger. Like he had, Asher's had some great, great songs. Yo, he makes great music, and he's dope. And I don't know if like. Other white rappers do just fine. Yeah. It seems like they look at him and was like, you're kind of too white looking to like, make it. I don't get it. But G-Eazy comes out. That's what G-Eazy's I'm saying. G-Eazy's like huge fan base. G-Eazy basically Logic. took Asher Roth's way. Like he basically just jumped on his surfboard and was like, I'm out. Peace out, Asher. I'm taking this. Yeah. I'm taking all these college kids. But Asher, like dudes knew Asher could spit. I don't know. Asher spits better than G-Eazy. 
I I don't know if he gives logic and run for his money. That's that's a good logic's dope. Yeah, but, I mean, but I mean, as far as that, it's Asher and Logic at this point. Yeah, I mean, Asher Asher Roth should have been so much. A lot, more. He should have been a lot bigger than he was. I mean, the same could be said with like Blue because Blue was so dope. But I mean, Asher definitely he had a hit. He had a smash. He had like yeah, a, he had not. a spring break. Show me your titties jam. <laughs> when you have one of those, I was you in see college late. during that shit. I That's love what I'm saying. That like, I, I know you saw some beer titties. Pong, like, what up? I know you saw some titties over there. Everybody saw titties. Pink titties nipples off all day. There's, yo, no lie. I was in the Rio, and they had a spring break party in one air joints, and that song came on, and it was like body shots. Exactly. On deck. You know, like, yo, girls are just like, oh, my God. And the body shots. And it started with, like, yo, raise your shirt above your belly button to the shirts up to the bra to the, yo, everything got to come out for free body shots. And they played the song eight times back. It what school was did you bananas. Go to? What school did you go to? <laughs> at that time, where was I? I was at uh, Southern Utah playing football, but I was down. Oh, that makes sense. Here for. Uh, no Brothers was at this party. So for, like, you and, like, 12 others, right? Oh no, I, that was here though. It was at the Rio. Oh, this. Oh, this. Yeah, was in yeah, Vegas? yeah. This was in Vegas at the Rio for spring break. So okay. it was a whole different thing. Okay. Uh, up at Southern Utah, yeah, there was like ten of us. Uh, We're yeah. ten strong amongst ten. the Mormons. <laughs> ten strong. Oh, okay. Yo, um, all right, but we gotta actually talk UFC and combat sports and stuff. We're supposed to talk about. On I, know, I know. I we know. We do whatever the hell we want though. Uh, let's talk about your boy John Jones. We talk about his ass every week. He does dumb shit all the time. Actually, he's done. I can't say he's done one dumb thing. He's done one really dumb thing recently that keeps just reverberating over time. Yeah, I mean, it's like an echo. Like, he yeah. can't get rid of it. It just keeps coming back. So, yeah, so we have the 911 call and the video was released of John Jones. Okay, we got to see the inside of his car. This is the first thing Yo, I saw. That's, that's the best. Your man had boxes of condoms, and the officer was like, there's a lot of goddamn condoms in here, and a, a, a flaming hot Funyuns and a pipe. Yo, he had the munchie. The pipe I get because it's John Jones, and he has a drug problem, obviously, Clearly. at this point. Uh, the Flamin' Hot Cheetos. Funyuns. Funyuns. Not even Cheetos. I don't even like Who Funyuns. does Funyuns? Flamin' Hot Funyuns? I don't know. Listen, Do black people eat Flamin' Hot Funyuns? Yo, you got to be. They eat Flamin' Hot anything. You got to be. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be mad high to eat Flamin' Hot Funyuns. Okay. And that brings me to my next point. Why do you have mad condoms and flaming hot Funyuns? I know how people's breath smells after regular Funyuns. And that's the worst, like corn nuts. So who are you kissing on? How are you going to get it popping and you just got mad flaming hot Funyun breath? All right, so can, let, me, let me pick this picture for you. It's late at night. John Jones is at the crib. Chilling. Listening to Keith Sweat. <laughs> it looks like he listens to Keith he Sweat. He looks like he listens. Like today, he listens to Keith Sweat. Nobody. Like it's, like it's brand new. He hops in this rented Buick or whatever it was he's driving. He's like, I'm going to hook up with Becky. He looks like he dates Becky's. All the time. He, he grabs, he goes to the store. He's like, I need two boxes of condoms, some Funyuns, and I don't know what else he had. You know the Funyuns weren't planned. He, like, he, he didn't have a drink. Four Yo. condoms, and then like you're walking by the register, and you're just like, oh, Flaming Hot Funyuns on set. Might as well have some of these. Grab so, a bag. So John Jones is really high right now, right? Super high. The phone is ringing. His kids are calling. He's not answering. It's John Jones. I got Funyuns and condoms and nothing to drink. So you know he was loaded. Like, how do you eat Flaming Hot anything with nothing to drink? Yo, that's, that's his downfall. Like, why don't you grab something to drink? For everyone listening to podcasts, I was at the Mayweather Media Workouts. Ran into this guy. Uh, he liked my cartoon T-shirt that I had on that day. I think I had my Goku shirt on. Mm-hmm. Dragon Ball Z fan. 
He gave me one of the best, like, just drops of knowledge of my life. He looked me dead in the eye. Never met this guy before. Shout out to him. He follows me on Instagram. He looked me right in the eye. He said, yo, do you smoke? I said, nah, I don't smoke. He said, do you drink? I said, I dabble. You know, I, 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 you know, I, I enjoy a beverage or two on the weekends. He's like, do you like women? I said, of course I like women. He said, yo, so you need to drink coconut water before you go out at night and when you come right back in the house. If you're like, yo, if you come in a crib with a woman, you drink the coconut water right there. It's like if you smoke, you drink it before and after. If you drink, you drink it before and after. Hydrates you. You feel like a million bucks. No hangover. Drunkness gone. You're good money. Take that for what it's worth. Nobody out there, don't say I didn't tell you, a coconut water before and after, you do whatever you want, you feel like a million bucks. You tried it? I've tried it. Why did this? I just wonder why this man offers you this information. Yo, it, it was so random. I, it came out of nowhere, left field. Like, one minute we're talking about our favorite Dragon Ball Z co- characters. Don't ask why that's where the conversation went. And then uh, we so happen to have the same favorite Dragon Ball Z character, which isn't like a normal one. And then, Go ahead and tell people who it is. No, <laughs> like you you can't just put it out there. All right, so our favorite Dragon Ball Z character was Future Trunks. So okay. happens to be, and it was just mad random. Uh-huh. So he was like, "Yo, that's my favorite too." I was like, "Oh shit!" He's like, "No one ever says that." So he was like, "Yo, let me drop this knowledge on you." And I think maybe only stoners still like Dragon Ball Z. So when he knew, like, "Yo, he really likes it," he was like, "Yo, this guy must really like weed." <laughs> and I was just like, "Nah, I don't smoke. Like, I'm just kind of a cartoon nerd." So, but he still dropped the jewel on me. So everyone out there, coconut water, Vita Coco is a mad bomb. We need them as a sponsor, by the way. Yeah, we do. Now, now back to your boy. Who, oh, who, John Jones. Who's Luke. listening to Keith Sweat rolling in Albuquerque, New Mexico with Funyuns and mad condoms and runs into somebody and is just like, you know what? I'm just going to get the car and leave. See, hi. He didn't grab the fun. You know, the Funyuns weren't even open. They weren't open. He didn't even get to enjoy the Funyuns. What a dick. Like, that's the thing. Like, he just got mad high and forgot he was hungry. Yeah. Like, or maybe he was saving them for the crib. Maybe him and the girl together were going to eat the Funyuns. Maybe. Like, is that the new wave? Like, when you show up at a girl's crib, you'd be like, yo, hold on. I bought you this bag of Funyuns, and I got the condoms popping. What up? Just present her with the whole with the whole platter right there. I got Funyuns. I got condoms. What that mouth do? Well, he's got a wife and kids, man. Nah, he wasn't thinking about them right there. So does Clearly half, he half of the athletes in the world have a wife and kid. Clearly he wasn't. So, yeah, so that's what happened to your boy John Jones. And that one call comes out. The, the, the officers, look, they were like, hey, is he an MMA fighter? Because he's got his trunks in the car. Nevada State, like, yeah, stuff. drug tests in the car. Like, God damn it, John Jones. Like, what is wrong with you, dude? Like, did a horrible job of, like, the getaway part of that. Yo, he, like, John Jones used to come on TV and just kind of, like, tell everybody everything he did that night. Just in why he did it. I bought Funyuns. I listened to Keith Sweat. I ran into a broad. She was ugly, so I ran away. I left a bunch of money in the car. I came back to get this shit. I'm sorry. I don't even want the I'm sorry. Like, just walk off like a boss. Just drop the mic. I did it. Boom. I need to do like, something. That's your boy. That that needs to be a 30 for 30 ASAP. Yo, he, you he's, got people. You got director people. Let's let's make this happen. Yeah, he's clearly on that path. Like he's in celebrity rehab, thirty for thirty territory right now. Oh, like he if they had like he's a VH1 MMA special. Yeah, like if they had MMA wives, like you know what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> Yo, I pay money to see <laughs> MMA wives. Good money right now. I would love to see it, but yeah, that's where he's going. That's your boy. I don't know that's, when he comes that's back. A damn shame, John Jones. Yeah, that that, that video. I don't know if he comes back. That's as bad as like the Ray Rice joint. Yeah, that's, it's that's up there. Real. Like it's Tough damning. Times. Like people aren't going to forget that. Tough times. Like next time he fights, though, if he comes back, I'm showing up, 
to media day with the biggest bag of flaming hot funyuns. I ain't gonna say nothing. I'm play it cool. I'm gonna just be eating flaming hot funyuns. I don't even like funyuns. You're gonna make that man upset. I'm gonna send a message. We gotta send a message. Gotta take a stand. Well, I know what. I'm not bringing condoms, so <laughs> <laughs> I will leave those at home. So, John Jones, you carry around a bunch of condoms. I, like I don't like your lady. Maybe is, they were a new sponsor. That's how he got to explain it to the lady at home. The, you go home to the old lady. Like yo, I messed up. I bounced on a rack. All this stuff. But the condoms, the Trojan was sponsoring me. They just came through. They sent me a package of mad condoms. And, and I wear them while I train. Like that was what? it. Not they just wanted. Me to have a package of condoms. They're the newest sponsor. Just they're putting food on the table, babe. I can't turn that just, down. Just John Jones, man. Like that's, that's how you flip it. John Jones, spokesman for Trojan condoms. But I mean, dog, his get wife, your magnum on, yo. His wife has got mo- all this egg on her face. Like every day, every time somebody sees her, they just laugh at her. She got money. Who cares? Listen, when you're a, mm. a wife of a prominent athlete, you better be comfortable with going to bed with that money. Because the the percentages are that you're going to get cheated on, that your boy is going to be on media takeout, that they're going to be on TMZ, and that is what it is. I'm just but saying, the money like, keeps you warm at night. She was there from the beginning. So it's, it's always different when you're there from the beginning with an athlete because you, you don't look at him as John Jones celebrity. You're like, this dude that knocked me up a few times, wouldn't marry me, and now he's a star and he's got our kids. I hope he does the right thing. And then he does it. No, he just got caught with hookers two years ago. That's what I'm saying. Like, but this is what John Jones does, and like she knows it. And now it's like every he's just reformed. You know she, but you know she's in like again, John. Like, can't you just keep this shit to yourself? Like, why do we have to keep doing this publicly? You're making me look like an idiot. She was managing his career. She was. She's gonna shame Mosley him. She's gonna take that that title belt that he has. Like, like she's gonna take half. Like Jin took from Shane Mosley because you know Shane lost his title belt in yeah. the divorce. <laughs> that's <laughs> like so she took dirty. The though. Title belt. She don't need that shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, fuck that. She gotta wear it around the crib. Just, <laughs> just to chill. show who's boss. Oh man, but yeah, John. I'm sorry. Like it's gonna be because all she's gonna do is divorce him and take all his money. Yeah, if which, they're married, I think I think they're married. I, I think they might have just got married. That was stupid on John. Jones Listen, if she fun. leaves him, she get mad child support though. That's what I'm saying. Shout out to her. She's Just getting dope regardless, so All she's right. good money. Enough about your boy. Yeah, yeah, I'm telling you. Uh, Carlos Condit fought though to get back to some honest MMA and yeah. actual fight. We people beating each other up. Yo, we didn't even preview the fight last week because we were still hung up on Cormier and Johnson and that whole card. Yeah, we didn't yeah. even talk about. Like I thought it was gonna be a great fight, but I was worried that Condit was gonna have some rust. Nope. Nope. He did what Condit does. Beat the hell out of people. Yeah. A lot of blood. Yeah, uh, those pushed, elbows were. Whew. Ooh, the night, the one he threw up the middle. I mean, he pushed Alves' nose to the other side of his face. Yo, Alves' nose was all up top. Like I don't know how you even fixed that. It was up by his eyebrow. Yeah, that was nasty. That was nasty, and it makes you think when you watch that fight, you go, "Oh yeah, he's ready for a title shot." Like, I, what else is there? That's he, what you ask. What else is there? Yo, he's a dangerous dude. Like Carlos Condit is a legit. He's a he's a threat everywhere. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And you look at how great his striking is, how sharp he is. Guys like Johnny Hendricks are, who are really one-dimensional in striking will have a problem with Carlos Condit. Carlos Condit and Robbie Lawler is a great fight. Yeah, because Robbie will stand there and take elbows to the face and they try to throw bang. haymakers. They will bang. and I mean, Too bad yeah. Robbie is not going to be the champion to face Carlos, but it is what it is. Uh, we'll get there in a couple weeks. Yeah. Uh, you, think, you really think Rory's going to be? Rory's going to win. Rory, I mean, and Rory wants a piece of Carlos too, so you might have something built in already. Yeah, they I'm want, telling he you, wants but, uh, that rematch. Yeah, Rory, Rory's ready. He's hungry for it. Uh, Carlos did his thing though, so that that was a great fight. What other fights do we have coming up now? We Actually, before we get to this weekend's fight, UFC 188 is around the corner. 
So you, did you even know about that? Like, does anyone know about that? Mexico knows about it. That's whoa! Yep. All of Mexico knows about it. Because we are in Mexico. Like that's amazing. Because it got buried by yeah. the greatness of Conor McGregor and the UFC pushing the greatness of Conor McGregor. Yeah, I mean they really wanted to get a fight in the Mexican market and have Kane headline against Fabricio Verdun, which is a great fight. Gilbert Melendez is on there. Um, is he fighting Alvarez? Is that the fight? Is he? I gotta look it up. It's too many. This is the why there's too many UFC fights. I should too know many this. UFC fights. Like I should know this, but. It's, you know, they're doing this for Mexico. Now, I've heard some interesting things about the Mexican uh, contingency of UFC MMA fans that I heard they really just don't know anything. They just kind of show up and party and have a good time. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with it They like to see people get the shit beat out of them. I would be quite interested in seeing how um, this card turns out. And hopefully Kane will stay healthy because it doesn't ever seem like Kane can stay healthy long enough. Yes, Melendez versus Alvarez, which is good as the co-main. We have Kelvin Gastelum. Oh, yeah, this Fat Gastelum. Yeah, he can't. can't yeah, they made him move up, but he'll come back down. No. Uh, who else is there? Tisha Torres versus Angela Hill. Angie. Angie Hill. She's Yo, a great Angie's striker. hilarious on Twitter. Shout out to Angie. Yeah, she We got to get her on the podcast ASAP. She's yeah, one of my favorite dope. Twitter followers, yo. Um, Angie's super dope, and Angie can fight, so that's going to be a great fight. Yeah, so it is Alvarez and Melendez. Gilbert Melendez, Eddie Alvarez. Yeah, it's Frank a good Ford card. Champion versus former Bellator champion. Yeah, no, I mean, Mark Hart versus Gaslam, this, this is a good card. It's a solid card. It's just that nobody cares right now. Nah. Everybody's looking they forward to it, McGregor yo. and Aldo. They buried everything coming up. Yep. No one cares about any of that, nope. which is crazy. Yep. Uh, well, actually, we care about UFC, but we got to get on to talk about WWE. So we're going to take a quick break. Thanks, everyone, for staying with us and all of our crazy talk to start the show today. Yeah. Told you guys it was going to be wild. Always. So stay tuned. We're talking WWE, Kevin Owens, and Samoa Joe. All right, all right. Welcome back. What up, everybody? So we told you we're talking about WWE and pro wrestling and ROH and NXT and everything else in the bag and we're back to talk about it. So, first, let's talk about WWE and the crazy amount of pay-per-views we just had. Yeah. Back been... to back to back. And we got another one. Do, why do I mean, do we still call these things pay-per-views? Are they not? I mean, I don't pay-per-view. I, I pay my nine ninety nine a month. Yeah, I'm paying to watch whatever the hell I please. I ain't paying per-view. I'm paying for all the views. All the views all on the, the network. Views. The network. The network with all the views. I'm a huge network fan, by the way. I'm hey, so glad they did that. Me too. Me too. But, yeah, I mean, Elimination Chamber just rolled in. We're going like two weeks. We got money in the bank. Yeah, it's, it's busy. You know what I'm saying? And Elimination Chamber wasn't just a throw-in card. It wasn't a whack card. Like, it was legit. And Owens Owens versus Cena made it. Yo, we'll just start there, okay? First of all, I'm one of those wrestling fans who watches wrestling, but I do other things while I watch wrestling sometimes. Like, I'll watch and I'll be like, all right, I'm going to play Candy Crush. All right, I'm going to handle some paperwork. And it'll be on in the background. I was fully invested in watching Owens and Cena wrestle. Then... As the match progressed, I was like, oh, this is really good. So, like, first of all, Owens teased the package pile driver. Oh, so dope. And I, I went crazy. Yeah, I, I jumped out my seat. I, went, I jumped out my seat. The, the, su- the inverted suplex off the top turnbuckle, I can't believe Cena took that bump. Yo, Cena's like a million bucks right now. Like, Cena and Triple H, two guys that everybody loved to hate, it's, you love them now. Because Cena's like putting everybody over. Kevin Owens won. Clean. There was no crotch shot. There was no outside interference. Kevin Owens beat John Cena straight up at a pay-per-view. Yeah. And, and, 
yo, I couldn't believe it. Because Super Cena was kicking out of everything. And he kicked out of the AA, by the way, which looked way better when Owens did it. Yeah, it did. Than when Cena does it. It looked like he really tried to hurt him. Yeah, it, it shit looked incredible. The height on it. That's how it's supposed to look. It's Kevin Owens. As much as you hate the AA, I hate that it. looked great. Yeah, it did. And Kevin Owens hitting like a moonsault off the top Yo, rope. A jumping- he did the crazy jumping transition. Like, Yo, people forget how agile Kevin Owens is. And he, it's like he brought the toolbox. Like he was take no prisoners, and you got to give credit to Cena because he was like, "Give it all to me, like let's let's do this." And these dudes went, and Owens won clean. I lost. I'm again. I couldn't believe it. I lost my shit. And then cut a crazy ass promo at the Yo, end, like it was nothing. Props to Cena for rolling out of the ring immediately and giving Owens his moment. Like other guys would kind of douchebag it up and linger around so the camera could hit him. Like Cena left the ring immediately and let Owens do his thing. Yeah, Cena, Cena's putting his kids on. Like, I'm not mad at Cena right now. Nah, this is the best I've seen of Cena in years. Now, we all know they wrestle again in two weeks of Money in the Bank. Oh, Chances are... Cena's going over. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, I hope Cena is about to go over and Owens just gets DQ'd on some douchebag. <laughs> like, I, I just, that's what I would rather see because it, it protects Owens. Owens is your NXT champ. And he just beat a guy who's been champion like a billion times. Clean. Nobody beats Cena clean. No. Like, it's like, Cena wins again, LOL. That's what we usually have. It's like, it's like the same old thing, but nah, man. I'd like to see the, the nice buildup coming through with, you know, him beating Cena again, which would be great. Which would be remarkable. And I don't even care if he has to do it dirty. Hit him with a chair when the ref is I'm down. You did it clean. Yeah. Just win again. So he gets two dubs over Cena and then loses the NXT title to Finn and say, you know what? I may have lost my NXT title, but I'm coming for a better championship. Cena, put the belt up this time. Let's go. And go into SummerSlam with a great storyline for the both of them. Cena, U.S. title finally on the line against a guy who's beaten him twice, who keeps attacking him. And then if you want Cena to win and keep the title, you keep the title on Cena. You know, while I like the idea, and it's not completely too far-fetched, I think this all sets up. The return of El Generico. Oh, I think so too. I think if, everything if, if that we're El doing Generico right now. Comes, I'm losing my shit. Let, let me let me paint let me paint a picture picture for you. Let me paint a, a pretty Picasso picture. Well, Picassos aren't pretty. Let's go Van Gogh. We're gonna go Van Gogh. All right. So Sami Zayn got destroyed, and in real life, he's injured. Sami Zayn. The problem with Sami Zayn coming to the main roster is he's just Daniel Bryan diet. That's all he is. He's diet Daniel Bryan, the underdog who's got to come up. However. He's been de- he's been destroyed. He's hurt. Owens is moving up to the main roster. You get to the Royal Rumble. Owens goes on some crazy run, right, where he's just destroying people. Either clean or unclean, this dude's just winning match. So you got you got Kevin Owens at the Final Four, right, and it looks like it's his moment to go to the WrestleMania. The, the, the Whoever is next hits, it's this dude in the mask. Now, we know who it is. It's El Generico. Generico runs down. Throws him out the ring. But he doesn't just throw him out the ring. He jumps out the ring with him. And just proceeds to beat the living shit out of him throughout the arena. It's we, those of us the that, ultimate slow play, too. It's like you get this slow burn, but now you open WrestleMania with Generico versus Owens. And I don't even know if you call him Generico anymore. I have no idea what you call him. But you got to bring the mask back because, for one, kids like masks. Yeah. And nobody's buying a Sin Cara mask. So let's <laughs> keep it real. Nobody's buying a Sin Cara mask. To have a white American in a mask would be great for white America. 
just, just keeping it real. All right. <laughs> it's just, you know, it's like, oh, my God. Mexican-Americans and no, their heritage. I'm, and I'm just saying, love like, of people, love, look, people love Rey Mysterio, but El Generico works for just so many different reasons, and I won't get into all of them. But you head into Mania, and these two kick off Mania at, at Cowboy Stadium in a ladder match. Generico versus Steen. That's incredible. Somebody's going to die. Yo, these, these young guys can go. So I want to see as many of them up as you can. But how do you play Owens as the monster when you have a true monster coming in Samoa Joe? Well. Because even, ah, man, see. even before, that was Joe's angle, right? Well, see, Joe's I a mean, different kind of monster. But Joe was a monster. Well, yeah, he's, he's, like, he didn't lose until what, Angle? Um, damn. When he was... I think Angle was the one who beat him in TNA. In TNA, it was like two years, damn near. Well, yeah, he crushed everybody. The problem, like... That's how you got to bring... The Joe's going to kill you and all that. Like, you got to bring Joe along like that, right? Yeah, this is the thing that piques my curiosity about Joe. The fact that Joe made his in-ring debut... On like superstars, like on a dark match. Oh, we got, yeah, it got it cut, cut too. It's yeah, a dark it match. bothered me. Like, why? Why did that happen? Like, I know what they were. I know what they're doing. They signed him to a full time contract because they don't want him to be on TV with ROH. I get it, but it, to be on superstars, I'm like, eh, I don't know if that bodes well for his future. No, I, I guess what I read from the geek blogs that I read and yeah, everything, and, all and the, the rumor sheets. alerts and yeah. stuff. Um, I guess Vince wasn't sold on it, and Triple H was. Hence the trial contract and go do whatever you want. And that was his one shot. They said, we'll give you a match against a main roster guy. And Vince said, let's see how he does against Tyson and see the response from everyone. And this will be the determining factor if we give him the contract. And Vince left there and said, sign him. And and that was it. And then I guess now it's Triple H. He, He told Triple H, like, I guess he's telling him with a lot of these guys. You can have control of it. Do what you think is best. You fuck up, I'm taking her away. And he hasn't struck out yet. No, like Triple H is batting a thousand right now. Yeah, so I mean, he's ain't Joe to the exclusive deal, except for what he already has scheduled. Right. And Joe's gonna go to NXT and bubble like the rest of them. I mean And which I know you didn't want to see Joe in NXT. You think he's main roster ready and who can argue against him? He, he's main roster ready, but he's main roster ready in the way that like Seth Rollins is main roster ready. You know what I'm saying? Like we see what, what Samoa Joe can do in the ring. But to go back to your question is like it's gonna be hard because to build Owens the way that you gotta build Owens is the fact that Owens cuts one of the best promos in the business already. Joe cuts good promos. I, I Joe think. does too. Yeah. Joe, I mean, don't get me wrong. Joe cuts excellent promos, but Kevin Owens has just a certain douchebaggy like the whole the whole thing. Hangles like I fight for my family is something we can all relate to, and it's like a by all means necessary with him. He's not like a coward. He does his things on his own terms. So in the long run, it's like you know to book him against Cena to have him start crushing. I don't know who else he starts crushing. I, look, he can crush Ziggler. I don't care. And I love Ziggler. I love to see Owens just kind of crush some of these guys. Oh, Ziggler losing to Ryback and all of that must have broke your heart. No, it didn't. And I'll explain that later because I'll explain that later. But <laughs> the whole thing is just uh, I know what they're doing, with Owens, and I just hope, hope they don't blow it because it makes perfect sense. Joe, I'm just really confused at what they're going to do. Because if you look at the NXT roster right now with the injuries, they're kind of in trouble. In a weird way, because they have a lot of talent. Because Uha Nation's coming. Was this brother ever going to get a name? 
He's going to be a super black man, right? Yeah, for a second. I mean, buff black guy with a smile. They might let him rock. I mean, you see what the merch did for Samoa Joe. It sold out and in like Owens. a day. Owens and was the top selling thing that night. Exactly, with the KO and everything. It was in, with the fight the Owens fight, change, which yeah. they hijacked from Owens when he was Kevin, you know, yeah, Kevin Steen days. Yeah. I mean, they hijacked everything. They yeah, just ran with it. Yeah, I mean the Balor Club, like Bullet Club's Bullet like, what Club, the, come yeah. on. <laughs> like, really? <laughs> like, you're just going to take everything, I want right? one of those shirts, too. I was on a waiting list. I'm yeah, tight. But, so, I mean, the, everything about Owens is golden right now. Uh, Heaven into SummerSlam, we'll see if he sticks on the main roster or if he comes down. And then I, Finn, Finn has to get the push, too. But see, Finn that, has to be that guy, and then Samoa Joe has to run through, and Samoa Joe has to fight Rhino for a month. And then he has to <laughs> finally be the one who gives Corbin his L. And yeah. gives Corbin, who's huge, a muscle buster. And then you say, Joe, you can fight the small guy like Finn and, and, you know. I mean, Joe and Finn is an amazing battle. but Joe's wildly athletic and can go with these super small guys, which is great. Again, he's he's always been my favorite. He's one of my favorite performers of all time. Just watching him go. as a, He was loyal to a fault with TNA. Yeah. Like, when they were ruining his career, he should have found somewhere else to go. Because they, they, they were just like, you know what? Sorry, Joe, you're just going to lose a bunch of matches, and you're going to be in some weird crew, and then you're going to, like, do stuff, and we're going to forget about you. That's how Dixie Carter and them treated him. Joe's a, a great talent. Finn Balor, on the other hand, is also an exceptional talent. A superstar. Who I just seen on the wire come across. He's wrestling Owens on July 4th in Japan, which is going to be amazing on the network. Woo! That's going to be dope. But Balor's going to turn heel. It's coming. Oh, with the Balor Club and everything? It's it's inevitable. That guy can't. There's too many faces in NXT right now. Owens is your only heel, and he's feuding with, like, ten people right now. Yeah. Like, Alex Riley, like, anybody who gets in his way he feuds with, you need another heel. No, Balor has to be a heel. heel and uh, he'll, he'll be it, the one It's who, dope to see him with, you know, like, Enzo and yeah. Big Cass and all that stuff, and he's been working with them, and they just had a triple threat, like, a couple weeks ago and stuff. So it's dope. You, you see the formation of that Balor Club type heel entity coming around. Well, you know what it's going to be. He's going to be the one that hurt a Tommy. You know that's what it's going to be. Oh, God, that'd be so great. Because a Tommy, they were in a triple, they were in a three-way three dance for the number one contender. A Tommy's out for a long period of time. Battling a Tommy in Japan, is a, that's a million bucks right there. A Tommy's never going to turn heel because it just doesn't make sense right now. Yeah. Balor is to do his character at all, but Balor was a born heel because when he was in the, you know, when he made the Bullet Club, the dude was just so over in Japan it makes sense. It, the only problem with it is his entrance is so dope, you can't boo it. No, so it's no. like you're just going to be like, I just got to cheer this. Like the kids will be like, I love this shit. Like, I love it. I love it. And boo. Like, <laughs> we, we boo it because we're supposed to. Same thing with Owens. Owens is over right now. And Balor, Balor just needs to get better on the mic. His promos have to get better. They he'll have to let better. him open up yeah, he'll and, be fine. you know, bring out that that Bullet Club-like mentality where yeah. it's us against everyone else. Dude, Balor is like... He could be like a modern day Ric Flair in terms of like personality and flash and flair and gets all the bitches. Like uh, Balor's, he's he's boned somebody in that NXT locker room. Oh, some oh god, just tell me it's not Charlotte. Ugh, no, nah, I don't think it's Charlotte. Uh, Becky Lynch, by the way, Becky Lynch got it. <laughs> you know, Sasha, Sasha still Bay. Well, but Becky Lynch that. got it. What everybody up, Becky? That. And everybody been talking about Alexa Bliss's cakes. Like it's it's like NXT is just winning right now. Just period. Like the <laughs> girls are winning. It, it's, it's winning. But um. Let's go back to this Elimination Chamber, which was... I'll talk about the title match in a minute. Um, the Chamber matches sucked. Oh, they were horrible. I mean, the tag team one was whacker than I thought, but the IC one was the worst match I've seen all year, probably. Well, this let, calendar year. Let's go back to the tag team one real quick. First of all, 
what the hell was Kalisto doing trying to climb up on the cage for like a half hour? Like, he spent half the match trying to climb up the cage. And then when he got up there, I thought he was going to do something remarkable. He just kind of fell on everybody. And everybody waited for him. I know in the arena it had to look really terrible. Because on TV, I was like, what is he? Like, what the hell? Yo, he started swinging. I was like, okay, back. Yeah, I thought he was going to flip, corkscrew. He just fell. Yeah, I was like, that's horrible. He's like, he got shot out. Like, duck hunt. Like, somebody <laughs> shot his ass out of the sky and he just fell. That was terrible. You know what else was terrible about the tag team match? And this is all elimination chambers for that matter. There's too much time before they open the door. So you have four minutes of guys just kind of going. So it's like it takes 20 minutes for everybody. It's not the Royal Rumble where it's just utter chaos. Yeah. It's just like. They need to cut down on the time. Two yeah, minutes. like the Matador is. Like, I don't care about them. And then. And then they had the stupid little bull on top of the cage. They, he really didn't do anything. The whole thing was dumb. Now, the worst part of it all is like I was I was happy to see primetime players in New Day at the end. I was surprised to see Kid and Cesaro out. We're going to have black champions. Yo, five <laughs> Negroes were in the ring. Like there was five black people in the ring. And I was like, yo, this is a moment in history. Yo, like, we're guaranteed black champions. Yo, but then Titus O'Neil just looked so sloppy in there. Well, they got to be like ring rust, right? I don't know what it was, but everything, he's just kind of throwing people around. It was just like, and nobody like really knew what to do. So the end was like anticlimactic as it was. And I was just like, damn it, you put five black guys in the ring. This is what happens. Like, yo, it, it hurt my feelings. But as a whole, like the match was just kind of booked crappily. I don't even know if it's a word. I just made it up. It, but it, it's good. It's good. We're rolling with it. It was yeah. crappily because it was like. It's, it was stupid. The night was a little sloppy. But it was like a. Oh, yeah. The Ascension were in there, too. And they suck. So. Oh, they're horrible. The The night was a little sloppy, but I like the main event. Well, well, let's, and, um, well let, wait, wait, wait. Because we can talk about that because we have to talk about the dusty finish in that. But I see Elimination Chamber. Why, why is Mark Henry in that match? Yo, so I had a good theory. I forgot who I was talking to. I might have been talking to like brett who was on the show brett lawson um and he was like yo mark henry had to go in because the elimination chamber was set up for like a malfunction and for someone to break through the cage and you needed someone big enough to actually look like they broke through in which mark henry still messed it up and Watch. just walked out of his cell early it's supposed to be for the big person to come through and bust through and enter into the chamber. And I thought, okay, that's dope idea. So if it's Rusev, you have him literally break down the door, and he looks great. The hell with my time. I come to crush you. And then he just comes right. in and starts busting ass. Right. So they needed someone of that mold, of that size. Everything was choreographed and set up for Rusev, and he got hurt two days before the pay-per-view. Right. So you got to find someone. Yo, you built like Rusev? You in here. Mark Henry. I mean, I would, I personally would have liked to see Bray Wyatt, but he can't take an L like that, right? He's got to stop taking L's. He took an L on Raw. We'll talk about Raw in a second. But and Rusev, it, to <laughs> me, it's it's whack because they gave Ryback the belt, and clearly Wyatt just dominated him. I mean, two weeks earlier. Oh yeah. All right. And, so look, and Rusev got the strap. So look, I thought I was like, all right, Sheamus is going to win this thing. That's as soon as I watched, it, I was like, this sucks. Sheamus is going to win. I did predictions. I predicted yeah. the same thing. So the match is happening, and again, we go with these four minutes before they open the damn cage door. And then Sheamus is, like, locked in the cage. And I don't – did he just botch opening the door? Like, because the little referee guy was like, I can't get it open. And Sheamus was like, yo, you're not entertaining. He opened it like, oh, I screwed up. Ha, 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 funny Irishman. And <laughs> so, like, I'm watching this match. I think there's a moment in the match – like, our truth is in the match. Like, what the hell are you doing here? Yo, your disdain for our truth is next level. It's what did he do to you? What, what, what does our truth do to you? Look at our truth when he's out there. 
If that brother ain't sucking and jiving any chance he gets, goddammit, like, I'm, I'm tired of seeing him. And he keeps getting these matches, and Vince loves it because he sucks and jives. It's like Uncle Tom's cabin in this mug. But I'm watching this match, and I think there's a point where we have four faces and one heel in the ring. And I'm like, what is going on? Like, why are we – what are we doing? And then Ryback wins. And I'm like, yeah, Ryback is Intercontinental Champion? Really? And we just saw him have a, a whack match kind of against Bray. Like, Bray looked pretty good. Bray went over on him, and I thought that was the push for Bray. Me too. And then you Bray come and give him the belt, unless you're going to continue the Bray-Ryback no. rivalry no, you and watched, have Bray take the belt. But you watched Raw. You know what they did. Oh, yeah, yeah. Big I mean, Show. This is what you anybody, – anybody who's strong, Big Show comes because he's going to get suplexed. It's so boring because everybody knows He's going to shell shock. Yeah, everybody knows Big Show's Big never going to win again. No, ever. His, his life is enhancement talent. But if you lose to the Big Show. Well, that means you suck. You're out You here. fell out of favor with somebody. <laughs> you screwed up. All right, so, go, let's talk about that title match. Title match. We have Rollins versus Ambrose. Ambrose. Dope match. Ambrose, uh, they threw some great moves in that one, too. Yeah. Like, you know, they <laughs> just seeing them go over the table and just really sell everything on the Ambrose dive and – it just looks like they're so comfortable fighting each other. They're quite familiar with one. Another. Yeah, so they're just they're just great wrestlers. Like, and you know whether it was them working on the same team in the Shield or you know just FCW going through days. NXT and yeah. yeah, just they were actually in two separate promotions, right? Yeah, ROH yeah. and then for and Black CZW, and then, and then they got to FCW, the enhancement promotion for of WWE, and that's when they started really working together. Okay, so yeah, they, so, but they're really familiar with each other. Yeah, and it just came across really well. And it was growing great. And only thing you had to do was let Seth lose. Even if it's for a night. Let him lose. Let Ambrose walk away with the title. And have Triple H job him the next more you know, the the next opening segment of Raw. Have Triple H, you know, put together some type of crazy gauntlet for him and lose the title at the end to Rollins again. You know, make him fight three or four people. And then Rollins comes at the end and swoops in and wins the title back. That's all you have to do. Give Ambrose his moment. Give the fans their moment. And they couldn't do that. But they, I mean, it's the dusty finish. If, you, if It's a false finish. And for a middling pay-per-view that wasn't supposed to be like a big deal, the fact that Ambrose won but didn't win and we got a chance to see him with the title was good enough for me. Because it looked like he won clean. It, it takes you back to when Jericho beat Triple H on Raw and Hebner had to reverse his decision. Like, everybody felt good about it. Like, we all know Ambrose isn't going to be champ. And there was no reason for it really to exchange hands because there may be something in place for Rollins to hold this title for a long time. Nah, he can't hold it for a long time. Why not? Because Reigns is right there. No, and that's who we see at the end of the match. And they're doing the slow burn. And he's going to win the money in the bank. And we already know Triple H called him out. There's the gauntlet for Reigns. And Reigns is going to snatch it. And it's going to be a triple threat match. And, pay, and pay, Reigns is going to win. I'm going to tell you this. Pay very close attention. Because... The WWE is planting some interesting seeds right now. Like, if you watch the Bellas match, which I didn't care for, but then you saw Brie You might out. be the only one. Yeah. And Brie comes out at the end, and you kind of think, is she going to turn on Nikki? If you look at Reigns and how happy he is watching Ambrose take his spot, there's a turn coming. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's, his heel turn is, is it, set up it's perfectly. It's coming. It's coming in some way, shape, or fashion. My idea with that is SummerSlam, we see... An incredible match again. I don't know what it is. No disqualification. Street brawl because they love that shit with Ambrose versus, you know, versus um, Rollins for the title. And those two are beating the hell out of each other. 
you know, false count anywhere, all this stuff. They get back to the ring. Ambrose is there with Rollins. We see Roman Reigns cash in his money in the bank a month and a half later and win the title. He's going to Rollins him, which makes sense. Rollins did the same exact thing to Reigns at WrestleMania. Reigns is going to do the shit to Rollins at SummerSlam and walk away with the belt. I'll tell you why that's not going to work. Great idea, but this guy named Brock Lesnar is going to be back soon. Brock, you can't give the belt back to Brock. No, 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 but this is what happens. Reigns cost Brock the title at SummerSlam. Reigns and Lesnar is a program. It gives Rollins more shelf life as champion because Brock's not coming directly after Rollins. And it makes Reigns a heel. You know Lesnar's going to be ultra hot as a face. Yeah, I think he's coming back as a face. I mean, you can't help it. There's nothing you can do. Like, whatever you do, whenever Lesnar comes back, they're going to cheer for him. So, Lesnar, Rollins, one-on-one at SummerSlam. Reigns is going to cost him that title shot. Reigns is going to be heel. And we're going to get Reigns and Lesnar at the next couple of pay-per-views because that, that program is already built up. And there's no reason we're going to see Reigns and Lesnar at WrestleMania next year for the title. You know, I don't know who we're going to see for the title at WrestleMania next year, to be honest. Who knows? Who knows who's up by that it point? Could be, who it could knows be Kevin Owens. High? Like, we have no idea. Yo, that's... We're so far off from booking <laughs> WrestleMania right now. We don't even know when Finn comes up. Like, yeah. what if Finn comes up and just no. wins the Rumble? Like, we have no idea. That's no, what his saying. entrance at the Rumble would be so bananas. Yeah, everybody would stop. Everybody in the ring would stop and just, like, watch him come down and then throw Continue it Continue the fight. Yeah. <laughs> but, um... But I think that's what happens. I think Reigns is like a heel. It's coming. Like, he's too happy being next to Dean Ambrose. And Ambrose is going to steal his thunder. And Ambrose will still lose. And Reigns will be like, sorry, buddy. I'm the money in the bank guy. Blah, blah, blah. And he'll he'll hold it. He won't cash it in. But he's going to cost Lesnar a title shot. He's going to cost Lesnar a title. And they're going to start a program because we need something to do from uh, August to December. No, that's true. That's true. And... I feel like it used to be a way shorter time between SummerSlam and the Rumble. But nah, it feels like forever. It is super long. It's Survivor Series. The Survivor Series ain't what Survivor Series used to be. All right, so. and there's another pay-per-view. So Money in the Bank, I already said I think Roman's winning it. Who do you have for Money I in mean, the Bank? dude, Kofi Kingston. <laughs> Kofi? <laughs> Why is he in the match? I don't know. God we damn have it. Neville now. It's better Get than R-Truth, so whatever. It's Someone has to die for Vince. <sighs> damn it. No, but no, Neville's going to do the same thing. Yeah. Like he's a high flyer. He's the he's guy the Jeff who can throw off of stuff. He's like right? the Jeff Hardy of this thing. Yeah. Like he's the Shelton Benjamin of the, the ladder match. He's gonna come in, do something crazy, and he's gonna lose. But um yeah, Reigns is gonna win it. I mean Orton's not gonna win it. No, Orton can't win it. Even though Orton might RKO everybody. He will get speared. He, he'll do something. He'll probably RKO Neville out of a red arrow. Oh, that'd be so dope. And it but I don't know if that's it's ready still the for, show. Yeah, I don't know if that's money in the bank. That's WrestleMania type stuff right there. Oh, I don't that's did you, crazy. Did you watch Raw? I watched it. Raw. Would you, like after watching that pay per view, like Elimination Chamber as good it was, like the Owens Cena promo was really good. Yeah, and like Owens was really good because he kind of played into his son liking Cena. Yeah, and then he kind of just sat back and Cena once again Cena just off the top, just going out there and having someone to play. He's good. Uh, against and just going like you know let's not script this let's feed off everything. He pulls the kid with cancer out the crowd like. I mean, God, he spots everything. Like he's, yo, that's incredible. Like yeah. he's honestly there in the moment. And he's just pointing at people, and he sees this kid, and he just ties everything in, and then brings it back around to Owen's yeah. son and all I'm this. I'm the shit. reason you're he- like, oh, you're good, John Cena. That's yeah, Cena. You know what? For as much as people hate him, shit, he's good. 
That's yeah. that's it. He's had some great matches. Like we talk about five moves of doom and all that. Yo, Cena's had some great matches, and the Owen Cena is just the latest chapter of Cena having great matches, and people don't really appreciate him. I hate John Cena to a certain extent because I'm tired <laughs> of him winning all the time. But when I look over the course of the career, he's had some really damn good matches. Yeah, yo, and, and this Owens feud is exactly what Owens needed. It, it plays in perfectly. His son happened to be a Cena fan, like well documented. Owens fights for his family, but Cena's his hero. Like, his son might come out during a match, and his son might just be torn and, you know, run to Cena and celebrate with Cena and just break Kevin Owens' heart. There's so many different plays because it's so authentic. Yep. And they can go any way. So I I can't wait to see how that develops. And and Raw was great because of it. I mean, the Reigns parade. Yeah, three matches. Three, and then he like one okay. versus Mark Henry. Yep. Like it was a way. The the Barrett one was whack. Mark Henry one was like, eh. But then you beat the, Bray Wyatt after fighting two other people. That kind of cheapens Bray Wyatt. Like why? It does. Bray Bray actually had a decent match though. Yeah, and can we talk about okay? Rusev is hurt, right? Yeah. So we don't see him. So what do we get? We get Lana just standing there, ogling Dolph Ziggler, like and then Rusev comes. And looks like the saddest man in the world. <laughs> Yo, it was, but it was so good. Punches. Yo, it was so good though. Like Rusev, Rusev's promo was probably one of the best promos he cut because he was really like he looked hurt. He looked straight butt hurt, and I was like, "Yo, I feel for this guy." Yeah, he's like, "I lost my belt. I lost my girl. My belt. And I lost my bitches. But like, yo, he it, can't uh, do nothing. Yo, I felt for him. like." Man, that was his Drake moment of the year. Yeah, he got real emo, and I loved every moment of it. I can't wait for Rusev. I can't wait to see someone, all my Photoshop people out there, please put the Jordan cry face on Rusev (laughs) from from Raw. Right now. Right now. I I need that as soon as this podcast is over. Go and do that, because I need that in my life. Indeed, indeed. So WWE is crazy. Actually, we'll talk more about it next week, because we're going to be previewing the pay-per-view. Uh, coming up in Money in the Bank in more depth, and uh, we got to talk ROH. Well, yeah, they just signed a deal with Destination America. Now, first of all, who the hell knew what Destination America was before TNA and ROH went there? What uh, the hell is on Destination America? I ain't shit. They better just play ROH all day. There's a lot of years to catch up on. Yeah, I need I a mean, marathon. You know, I mean, they're, they're showing. I think they're showing the same thing they show on the Sinclair Network. I think they're piggybacking off of that. I don't know if they'll get better quality, but yeah, I don't know. Destination America just seems like a hunting channel to me. Like it's like I watch wrestling and watch mooses get shot in the face. Hey, I've never seen it, but I'm I'm intrigued because <laughs> ROH is on there. So we'll watch some ROH. Uh, they have a huge card coming up. Yeah, best in the world's coming up. Best in the world. So we'll talk about that next week as well. But when we come back from this quick break, we got to talk boxing. Yeah, we brief. ain't forget for all our boxing fans and briefly, all that. Briefly, briefly, you know, it's a quiet time for boxing. The quiet yeah. before the storm, before yeah. it picks up again. So we'll talk real quick, and then uh, we'll get you guys out of here. Yep. All right, stay tuned. All right, welcome back. We told you guys we'll talk a little bit of boxing before we get out of here. Yep. So we are here talking about Amir Khan and his fight last week versus Chris Algieri. Uh, it was actually a pretty good fight, better than I thought it'd be. Well, that's the problem. It was as better as I thought it was. And I watched Amir Khan, and I was like, you're going to fight Floyd Mayweather? No. Like, he, dude, Chris Algieri doesn't hit hard. At he, all. He's got like six knockouts. But he still managed to rock Amir Khan. Why Why the hell should Amir Khan get the Floyd Mayweather fight based off of this performance? Because it was exciting enough. People enjoyed it for free television. And Floyd is looking at it like, I can go out with a KO? He, I'm on it. 
Yeah, I don't know. That's man. the best way to Floyd to go go out right now. Go out with a KO. I, I've always and felt if that If anything, way. Manny yeah. got to break bread. Manny got to take 80-20. Even if you leave a KO, you could retire 49-0. I ain't coming back. And they coax you into coming back. I better get 400 mil this time. Yo, so I'm watching the Khan Algeri fight, and I'm watching Khan get hit with these shots. And I'm thinking, yeah, maybe we'll probably put him to sleep. But then I start, I'm sitting there thinking, and I'm like, well – I don't really want to see Khan fight Mayweather. I want to see Khan fight Kell Brook. Oh, everyone wants to see that fight, but he's scared of Kell. Oh, he don't want to mess up the payday. Yo, he's deathly afraid of Kell Brook because Kell Brook will beat the hell out of him. And not for nothing, like, Khan, is a, he's a good fighter. It's just I was just not impressed. Like, yo, Chris Algieri's a, a good fighter, but there's no way in hell that he should be hurting you. Nah, Floyd's going to he's gonna beat the hell out of Amir Khan. Oh, know. that's the Floyd people have been waiting to see, though, right? They want to see the Floyd standing and trading. Yeah, but then what happens if Floyd doesn't knock him out? That Floyd wins and takes his money home. What, the same yeah, thing I guess he gets our time. money either way, right? He's going to get our money either way for his last fight. Do you expect a knockout when Floyd fights? Nah, but I mean, I know better. But I'm just saying, if you're going to knock somebody out, it's going to be Amir Khan. Like, he's the guy that you look at and be like, I'm going to knock your ass out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're that the bully guy. on the playground. Yeah. You don't pick on the six foot two Samoan. Nah, you, you know, you pick him. on the five foot five kid with glasses. Or, that is Amir Khan. Or you pick on the guy that you seen cry in the corner. Like he's like, oh, he looks like he looks tough, but I know I can make that bitch cry. Come here, bitch, and punch him in the face and watch him cry. That's what Floyd's gonna do. With Khan, Khan will sell it. He'll talk. He gets the international audience. It'll be good. It'll be a good look. It'll be an easy win. Floyd can take his money. He can possibly get a knockout, and uh, he should be okay. And if, Khan is nowhere near the the level of fighter, even at 147. Nah, he just doesn't. He just doesn't. He but who else does Mayweather have? What Danny Garcia is going to move up from 140 and take his first fight at 147? No, you're going to fight Cotto again, who is now fighting at 157. We'll talk about Cotto in a second. Perhaps you're going to fight Cotto again. Middleweight title. It's a belt that Floyd Mayweather doesn't have. I mean, at this point, he ain't going to defend it. Like he's just walking away anyway. I mean. But true, but to add another notch under your Hall of Fame career and to say that I owned a, a title belt as a middleweight, which would be retarded because everybody would go back and be like, yo, you fought him at a catchweight, but nobody cares. This is what Miguel Cotto does. That makes sense because Cotto gave him hell in that fight. He busted Floyd up pretty good. Yeah, he did. He did. They can run promos of the old fight, he did. but Cotto's not the same Cotto, even though you know he's bounced back, but he beat he's Sergio not. and... On one leg, he'd be yeah, on one leg like, Sergio Martinez. So, I mean, he's not going to touch Floyd. <laughs> Floyd's going to dance around him. Floyd's not the same Floyd he was, but he's But isn't that the case with everybody? Good. Isn't that the case with everybody that faces Floyd right now? Yeah. Like, you, you're going to sacrifice mainstream appeal if you get a good name in there. If you get a Keith Thurman in there, you sacrifice buys because people don't know what Keith Thurman is. That's the dumbest shit I've heard. Not you, but the dumbest shit I've heard this weekend is from Amir Khan's camp. Mm-hmm. When they say, if we don't get the Floyd fight, we're going to fight Amir Khan. Or we're going to fight Keith Thurman. Yeah, Keith Thurman's like, please, please. Like, excuse me? Lunch. Wait, so your backup plan to Floyd is Keith Thurman? Did you just see Khan get hit? But, like, again, you guys don't want a payday ever, ever, ever again in life because Thurman will take his face off. Like, make sense of this to me. You fight Kell Brook in the U.K. That fight is huge in the U.K. And it's winnable. That's what's crazy for Khan. It is winnable. But he'll lose. Kelbrook is a better boxer. He's just, he's just better. Kelbrook looks good. Kelbrook Khan, Khan got the name. But that's my point. Khan's got the name. We'll watch it in the States. It's a great fight, but come on, man. Nah, like, I, don't, I don't trust refs. I, I don't trust him either. Brook fighting. ain't knocking him out. Hey. He's going to the distance. It's in the UK. Khan got a little bit more of a name. 
Amir might take just, that. But let it happen. But uh, that's why Amir should take that fight. There's all that money in that fight. What you gonna fight Keith Thurman for? Get knocked out. You wanna die? One time. You wanna you be a get casualty? Knocked out yeah. One time. You going be a casualty, man. Like, don't do that to yourself. I'm sorry, but Keith Amir- Thurman and Triple G are the two guys no one wants to fight, and someone's yeah. gonna have to fight them. And I mean, and the problem with Keith Thurman, and it's not really a problem, is the fact that he was so hittable against Robert Guerrero that he would take two to give three. That it makes people think that they can beat him. Triple G is like a guy that's like, I can't beat him. Never mind. Yeah. Nah, with, with Keith, to me, Keith's next options, the big fight options, are either Amir Khan or Danny's going to fight Keith on his way up. That'd be the dumbest thing for Danny Curry yeah. to ever do. <laughs> I mean, but that's what PBC has to do. Like, they want to make these great matches. They want to make the Broner and the Porters. They no, want to make the true. even Thurman versus Guerrero. Like, you know, they'll give him like a, a cheap little fight in between. Like, yo, go home and fight. Like, he's fighting in Tampa or something. Right. Go home and fight. But your next fight is going to be a big fight. Big fight, cupcake. Big fight, cupcake. And they'll do that. And you can sell guys that way. Yep. Just like Wilder. Wilder, your next fight got to be against someone at least with a name. Well, he's fighting Eric Molina in Alabama in his backyard. Yeah, so, so this is his cupcake fight. Next fight, let's put you in there against someone else. Uh, Tyson Fury is not going to fight him. I don't think. <laughs> he's going to have to sooner or later. Like if, if all roads lead to a Klitschko for anybody in the heavyweight division, you're going to have to fight Deontay Wilder. Like Tyson Fury can't avoid him, and he'll get killed. So you know. Yeah, I mean, Tyson Fury, but once again, a decent enough name for Wilder. And they're going to have to put these on back and forth, and, and Khan – Khan is going to have to take something. He's going to have to take something tough. He's reached that level. He's talked himself into the level where there's no more easy fights. You thought Danny Garcia was tough? You are in a higher division, and people can punch. Yeah. There's no more easy ones. Yeah. You ask for tough fighters, you're going to get tough fighters. Now, Like I said, I thought Amir Khan was looking great at 147 when he got there, and then I watched him against Algeria, and I was like, oh, I remember that guy. He's not, he's not that good. <laughs> <laughs> Pulled the okie doke like, yeah. like the girl who's in a club, and it gets real dark. You'd be like, oh, yo, she's a height. Yep. And then lights come on, you be like, uh, 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 ain't worth it. Nah, that's one of those you don't put on Snapchat or IG, but you still take her home. So it's like, uh, that's Amir Khan. It's your dirty little secret. Yeah, that's Amir Khan. You I enjoy like, this in privacy. Like, yo, uh, Amir Khan, I'll take her. You yeah. know, Floyd told, told Khan, what, no, three times now? But you know, four times the charm, yo. Like, you can only tell the ugly girl at the club no so many times, yeah. but you show up all the time, you get a little too tipsy once. You know, you finally give her a dance. Yeah, kind of, kind of probably get his dance. I, that, that's it. Know. That's con. So also this weekend, you got Miguel Cotto against Daniel Gill, right? At a catch weight of 157 for Cotto's middleweight title, which is a 160 pound title. Cotto's kind of earned this weird right to do what he wants to do because he's Miguel Cotto. Because he's not a he, he, how you win the middleweight title and you don't fight 160 pounds is beyond me. But aside from Mayweather and Pacquiao, Cotto's got the best resume easily in boxing. He's fought everybody. So he's kind of earned the right to fight who he wants to fight and do what he wants to do. However, Daniel Gill is not anybody that anybody cares to see. You know, Gill's like a guy who has lost two of his last four fights, and one of them was a three-round destruction to Gennady Golovkin. And if Cotto doesn't knock him out, people are going to say, eh. Even if it's Barclays, it's Puerto Rican Day parades coming up. Like, he's got to look good. Like, he can't just waste any time. But it's, it's Rock Nation's it's first night on his $50 million, $50 million Rock Nation contract. Yo, million. that's that's a good deal. I'm not gonna lie, it's yeah, a good deal. I, I, but does that take him out of the Floyd running with the Jay Z, Heyman? That, that's what I've always had a problem with. Yeah, I, I mean, you I know, know you might. mentioned that a couple times. So yeah. for I mean, fifty mil, I'll do it. I mean, he ain't gonna get fifty mil fighting Floyd. Nah, you he know, ain't Pacquiao. We're, 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 what we're seeing with Miguel Cotto is he's kind of being matched up right the right way. Like the Martinez fight, I was like, ooh, Sergio's got a bad wheel. Let's take him. 
And it's like, Gil, we'll make Gil lose an extra three pounds and let's take him. And I don't know who he fights next. Not Triple G. Well, not, I don't think he ever fights Triple G. I really think. Good job by them. Yeah, smart. You don't want to die. Like, you don't want to end your career on your back you know, at the <laughs> hospital. But Canelo Cota was going to happen. That's like inevitable. I feel like that's the September fight. Yeah. That, well, nah, I don't know if it's September. I think it's Cinco de Mayo, to be honest with you. Oh, okay. A year away. Yeah. I think we're a year away from it. I think Cotto will take another decent fight. I don't know against who. Maybe he'll fight like Cornelius Bundridge or something like that. And then May, Cinco de Mayo weekend, because you don't have to compete with Mayweather because he'll hopefully be gone. That's what everybody's hoping. And you fight Canelo on Mexican Independence Day, Puerto Rico versus Mexico. Huge fight. Everybody goes crazy. I thought crazy. that was the fight that should have been made this year. I, it, was, it was the fight I wanted to see more than Mayweather Pacquiao. Yeah. In terms of action. So that's where we go. This Gil fight, I'm going to watch it, but I'm not going to care. I'm going to watch it in passing. I'm going to be doing some other stuff. So Before we get out of here, you're on the Wilder Deontay Wilder conference call today. Yep. Talk a little bit about what he said in a possible Klitschko fight. We touched on Wilder a little bit a second ago. But before we get out of here, you got to tell us, is it is it happening? What up? I mean, you know, Wilder, he was on his own. I'm not going to look past this guy because, uh, you know, I, if I don't look past this guy and I lose, and I, you, it's irrelevant. That, that's how what Wilder like was the, talking about. the down south Bama yeah, you know, you got going. That's, that's, that's hey, beautiful. That's your man, Deontay Wilder. He's fighting Eric Molina, who got knocked out in his professional debut, and he got knocked out by Chris Ariolo. So... He's a punching bag. He's going to come in there and get wrecked, put Wilder back on his knockout streak. The Klitschko fight is going to happen. I just don't know when it's going to happen. You know, I don't, I don't know what you're waiting for. I mean, I guess I do know what you're waiting for. Build up Deontay a little bit more. You know, he just seemed he like that televised knockout. Yeah. He hasn't had that, that televised. He killed somebody. Yeah. He, and he's put gonna, him on a meme knockout. And he might do it, you know, do it in his backyard of Alabama. So good for him. Um, you know, the interesting thing that Wilder said is that he has the potential to be bigger than Mayweather because of his charisma and his knockout power. That's interesting. I, I saw the fight when he won the belt. Hemsworth, there was stars here. MGM was rocking. It's heavyweights, man. The heavyweight vibe. People were just so thirst for it, and that was a great fight. It was a great fight. Like not in ring, like the build up, the atmosphere, and the bigger his name becomes, the bigger the fight will be. And yeah. if they have it here, Klitschko comes here to Vegas, it might be bigger than Mayweather. The money's not going to be bigger. Because they no. can't, they're not shelling not out doing that, that payday for anyone. Right. But new, you want something for the new arena? You know, something as a staple of the new arena? That's one of the fights you have to make. Along with the single de Mayo, you know, Cotto, Canelo in the new joint, packet full of the Mexican crowd, and then you have Wilder, the American heavyweight champ, maybe that next fall versus Klitschko. Very possible. I'm telling you, that's what they got to do. That, that's the boxing plan. They need to cut me a check, man. I could do. I could do this. I mean, you know, let's, want to promote? We can promote. Let's promote boxing. Let's book WWE and let's let's um, book MMA. Let's cut just the do check. It all. Cut the check, people. Two black guys uh, booking all your fights. <laughs> Before we get out of here, let's promo everything so you guys can find us on Twitter. The Corner LSN is our Twitter and our Instagram. Yep. So it's the Corner LSN. The mailbag, which is the Corner Pod at Gmail dot com. Um, sorry, the mailbag like whacked out on us last week. So if you guys did send us something, resend it, and we'll answer your questions next week. We're gonna put in like a good twenty thirty minutes yeah, for yeah. the mailbag stuff, and uh, we're actually gonna have that up on our YouTube channel, which is the next plug. Subscribe to that. It's the Corner Podcast on YouTube. We clip away like segments of this show some other shows we'll start recording behind the scenes stuff and then we'll answer mailbag stuff on there as well the stuff yep. we don't get to on air so uh, oh, oh boy Kel, um you know i got a little bit of hate for you right now there's hate yeah where are you going tomorrow morning 
tomorrow I will be covering the NBA Finals. I'll be in Oakland. Hate. Out in <laughs> Oaktown. Y'all have never been to the Bay, so this is going to be a dope trip in, I, in both you, both regards. How's your first trip to the Bay, the NBA Finals? NBA Finals, yo. Steph Curry, uh, the real star of the show, Riley. I'm seeing, you know, LeBron, Kyrie. Be up there for four days covering game one and two. And then uh, I'm assuming there's a game five. So I'll be back up there for game five. And we'll see if I got to go up there for game seven and, and catch the private jet back down so we can go to the fight and cover that. That's, that's hey, you're doing big things, bro. Hey, man, I'm trying. I'm trying to be like you. You know, you're Mr. Exclusive. Hey, you know, I'm, I'm trying to move like up said, in the world. I'm jealous. I covered the Grammys and Billboard and all of these fights and all this stuff. You, I've, I've never covered the NBA Finals, so. Yeah, I mean, That's I crazy. haven't either. We got to talk about that on our show next week. Yeah, and I mean, you know, when you see Steph Curry, tell him like it's cool. You can have your kid up there every once in a while, but only special moments. Like I don't want to see kids everywhere at oh, every, every damn every press conference. conference. I don't want to see that. There. Every home one, every home and, one. And not just. Be up there. And then this doesn't mean for everybody else start bringing their ugly kids and their baby mama kids up there. Like dog, man. Like if if you win the a baby cousin Chico. Yeah, it's like you win a home game. You know, it's a game thirty two of the NBA season. Don't bring your your cousin's daughter on. Like cut it out. Like it's cute. Because there's big moments for Steph Curry. So I get it with Riley. I just don't want to see everybody's kids on stage. Yeah, yo. Next week, you might have to take a picture of me. I might just be big time up in here. I might have a, a full-length mink like Dej Loaf. <laughs> you, n- you never know how I show up with a nice curl or something. Oh, man. Yo, I'm telling you. I, I might I might just be all brand new next week. I, I don't know. I can't call it. You guys got to tune in again for the next episode of The Corner to see how I come in here. Stunting. Yeah, probably. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm going to talk to you about it. But, again, you know, follow me at Andreas Hale. Follow Kel. He'll give you his At Twitter. Kel Dansby. It's, yo, it's pretty simple. It's very easy. If, unless you can't spell. Like, yeah, that, that is then rough. Then you have problems. So, you know, join us next week. We'll be talking about more stuff. Mo Fire. Mo Fire. Uh, we'll talk about Kel's trip. We'll talk about more wrestling. And whatever that everything, else. whatever else. Yeah. Oh, we got some guests next week. It was just us this week, so we got to shoot the breeze. Oh yeah, we get to talk hip hop and all that next week. Yeah, yeah, some yeah. Got some, got some cats. So yeah, we're back at it. So right. stay tuned. Check out the next episode of the Corner. And we, we out. out. I wish I could give this feeling. I wish I could give this feeling. The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com.